Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I mean, I personally don't think you should ever date a married man. I, I think mean... That that's <laughs> that's, that's the wall. Just a small little... I mean, just a little, just a little starting point. Welcome to That Would Bang Podcast, a podcast where film and TV reviews meet fan fiction. I'm your co-host Patricia. And I'm your co-host Adesi. And we hope you enjoy the show. If you like the sound of our beautiful voices, subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just a quick note, there may be a few spoilers in the episode, so beware. Otherwise, kick back, relax and enjoy. Hi everyone, welcome to That Would Bang Podcast, a podcast where film and TV reviews meet fan fiction. My name's Odessi. I'm Patricia. And this week we are joined by Courtney and Renee, two co-hosts of Two My Sisters, an amazing podcast which delves deeper into the, <laughs> it's the waves, the waving <laughs> deeper into the realities of navigating adulthood, sisterhood and more. Outside of the podcast, they are both entrepreneurs and content creators. So thank you for joining us, guys. Thank you for having us. Honestly, our pleasure. Thanks so much. But before we get started, was there anything else that you guys were watching this week at all? I watched Diary of a Mad Black Woman again. (laughs) uh, Because I saw it on my screen and I thought, why not? (laughs) Um, Another situation with the wigs. It's critical in Hollywood. (laughs) As for me, I've also watched quite a few things. So the first thing I watched, I finally watched the first episode of Loki, which was great. Really enjoyed it. Um, I am also like a big Marvel fan in general. So like any of that superhero stuff. I have an agenda. We love it. We love it. We have a a Marvel agenda. So that was really good. Um, I also watched a couple of episodes of Criminal Minds, but anyone that knows already knows that. I love Criminal Minds. You guys really so talk good. about this show a lot. I've heard, I've heard on the podcast, Criminal Minds is your show. I just don't understand why you want to know how people killed other people. That's why, why it's you interesting. It's the beh- it, do you know what it is? It's the narrative and the story behind it. They give us so much, right? So they give us the narrative and the story of the actual team. They're a whole family. They they have their different characters. You've got Reed, who's like fantastic, smart, um, eidetic memory. You've got um, Hotch. What would the team be without? Adam Hotchner, like literally, he Adam, is the captain. Aaron. It's okay. It's been a long He's week. It's, it's been, been a long, long week. week. Thank you very much. It's been a long week. Um, and then on top of that, we are gifted with the different narratives from episode to episode. We've had, you know, multiple serial killers. We've had, and I say this as if it's a good thing. I'm so sorry. It's not a good thing at all, guys. But I think what's really interesting about Criminal Minds is precisely that. It's all about getting into the mind of the person. Because often when we do engage with crime and um, criminal activity in general, we see the activity, but we never really focus on how did the person get there. It's a um, great program. It is. a. I couldn't recommend enough. Actually a great program. I... I was so obsessed with this show um, when I was in like high school to the point where I was like, maybe I should go into sort of behavioral psychology thinking I was going to do up like forensic kind of like catches. I was obsessed. 
It was so bad. And now you've got me feeling like I just need to go back and start it from the beginning to the end do again. It. Like I honestly do feel it. like I might do that. Do it. I've done that. I've done that at least three times. And then the last thing that I'll say that I've watched, which was actually terrible, was um Ragnarok on Netflix. It was awful. The Is series. Is that Thor? A- allegedly it was Thor. I didn't see a thought. Personally, my Thor will forever be Christopher Hemsworth. You okay? already know. Yes. Of course. Just so that you know, it's you. Christopher Hemsworth. Chris, that's my Thor. I think all the series that are like in association with Marvel, particularly on Netflix, I don't think they bang. They're terrible. Apart from like the new Marvel ones like WandaVision, Loki, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Luke Cage... God, Black Lightning, Jesus. I knew you were going to say Black Lightning. <laughs> um, Black Lightning was Nollywood Atlanta. What was that? What was that? Nollywood Atlanta. They never the saw The ghetto glow stick. I can see <laughs> duct tape on the screen. What was that? Embarrassing. Embarrassing. Oh. I, I, I just could never. So I, I think that's why I never. This review of Ragnarok has really confirmed to me I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> I watched Ugly Betty. I was going back. Oh. That's a shout. That's a shout. I feel like in my teenage years, I missed out on all the shows like 90210, Ugly Betty, Hill. Because I don't know what I was doing with my time, but I wasn't watching that. So now I'm going and watching it. I was thinking if this show was made in 2021, they would be cancelled. 100. 100. 100. Even the fact that they just framed her as fugly. That's what they said. They said, you're fugly in the office. How can you... HR? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's true. She she actually enjoyed, enjoyed a she lot. I went back and watched it recently too. Yeah, really? really yeah. Yeah, I watched it all. It was cute. It, 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 does, it definitely gives like old, like early 2010s feel. So I, I'm enjoying that part. I feel like we've been doing a lot of talking about like the shows we've been watching this week, but we are going to move on to talking about Behind Her Eyes. So for anyone who doesn't know, this is a limited mini series on Netflix and it's about Louise, a single mother who enters a world of mind games when she begins an affair with her psychiatric boss. Yeah, psychiatrist boss, but also secretly befriending her wife and his wife, which I never understood, but it all culminates to a very messy situation. So... What did you guys think of Behind Her Eyes? Courtney, I know you made a face, so I feel like you have opinions on this. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Um, okay. Overall, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was entirely too long, firstly. Like, it was too... I know there's slow burner thrillers. This was too slow. To the point where I did something for the first time that I, did, I actually scrubbed through the entire series. Like, I had to you know that skip 10 seconds skip 10 seconds I had to keep doing it too many long pauses too much and the thing is it's like suspense but for no reason because at for the first seven episodes it's it's only eight episodes or 10 episodes or something like that for the for the 90 percent of the entire series nothing actually makes sense it's a bunch of mystery which is fine but all this mystery the next episode, more mystery. You're only going to start tying ends at the last episode, which is in 10 episodes. That's a long amount of suspense for no reason. I think Louise just needed to mind her damn business. I, and I 
don't understand why oh this God. simple principle of life cannot be applied by most yes. characters. Um, yes. Because the pressing of like becoming friends with Adele, just stop that. You're, yeah. you're you're dealing with a married man, and now you want to befriend his wife because she gives you weird vibes. Like if she's giving, that's even more. She's a witch. It's like she's flag. that's even more reason what? to leave her alone. But then the end plot twist. I have never been twisted like that, and I I, I feel like that's what made it worth it because it was like oh wow like this is because. I only watched it because so many people were saying, oh my gosh, behind her eyes, behind her eyes, that twist, that twist. And I was thinking, okay, like this twist better be. And most times with stuff like that, I find you're disappointed because it's been overhyped. This one, no, no one could have prepared me for that. I guess this is sounding overwhelmingly negative. I would still tell somebody to watch it for that shock factor. Renee, I'm really interested to hear what you have to say. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think we have broadly similar thoughts louise says first of all you're already a home wrecker and like oh, facts you're already facts. a home wrecker like i didn't even feel sorry for is. you the doctor the doctor was full up stush he didn't have any kind of not stush he was very um he was definitely the classic as folks like to say tall dark and handsome but even that is subject to interpretation um so he fit, <laughs> <laughs> he fit the stereotypical you know tall dark and handsome but that was oh. it he had the personality of a flailing was fish dry. there wasn't there wasn't dry. much there he was dry so even the initial it wasn't even like his charisma was enough to for me to understand why she wanted to go for him he just seemed mm-hmm. to be the only available person with a, a scottish accent and then you have Adele. Ah! Why was the accent mentioned? <laughs> Please, let me know. Because maybe that, maybe that was part of the appeal for her. Because you know, sometimes when you're engaging with a guy, exotic. he's always like, oh, got a cheeky bit of an accent. Not you know, exotic. Exotic. <laughs> exotic, even though for all intents and purposes, Scotland is still part of the UK. Um, so we've got that. And then we've got Miss, or shall I say Mr. Adele. Um, and the characterization. The characterization. Please. <laughs> the characterization I wasn't too mad at but because I didn't know until like the last two episodes that you know there might be somebody else inhabiting the body I just thought she was weird I was like weird. this is a strange mm, person true. at least give me some hints so I can understand that this characterization is actually because if I had known a little bit earlier on that there was something up with Adele I would have thought wow this is actually it's not it's not um easy to portray a character inhabiting the body of another character. I think that there's there's levels to it. And I think that the actress who played Adele did that very well. But because of the storyline, it just made her also unlikable. I liked Rob though. I did like Rob, like the guy that played Rob. I think he was funny. I find him a bit weird. Rob scared me, man. If I saw yeah. Rob on the bus, I would run. Oh I yeah, for win. sure. <laughs> but yeah, he, he embodied that. that really well. Yeah, like he embodied he that. I'm not that. trying to be friends with you. You're doing some weird stuff. He embodied that really, really well. That entire season could have con- been condensed into like three episodes max. Facts. Max. Facts. Absolute a, max. A, a three episode series would have been perfect for this story. I completely agree. Because it would have. If you. I, I actually think if they cut it up, they could fit every part where they're <laughs> actually talking into three episodes. Because there's so much silence and pause and looking at each other especially from that doctor that it's like 
you're not this is not contributing anything like nothing this is waste a waste of time and space and i feel like that is my biggest issue with this series like it had the potential to really land is they took all the punch and they just distribute it uh, they just distributed it across too much time so this is boring like this is actually boring (laughs) for me as soon as i started seeing them little um sparkly things when they were doing up you know yeah um, astro Astro projection projection. and all of that i said listen here we're dealing with witchcraft i've seen this i've seen this i've seen this in nollywood okay i've seen it I see what you're doing here. Do you know what? I can't lie. Behind our eyes, the end, towards the end episodes, Nollywood was feeling very prevalent in that. Even when I saw the little, the little spirit bubbles fly, flying, I was thinking, hmm, these special effects, they're giving a bit Nollywood witchcraft. I feel like they should have used that more throughout the entire... Because I would have never known that's where it's going. Do you get what I mean? Mm, and mm. I actually would have preferred to know that that's like... We're talking about spirits and, and different kind of... The ability to do these things. They could have thrown in a lot more texture to the relationships that were in there to make us understand why is Adele so cold? Why is uh, Dr. David so secretive? All these different things could have been thrown in, but they just left it with blank space. So now you're thinking, ah, everyone has told me there's this big plot twist. When is it going to come? Because I don't know how long I can watch this for. I actually really agree because like, I love a good slow burner, but like the issue for me that made it drag and made it really boring is that I couldn't connect all these really separate things into like a cohesive storyline. Like I just knew Mm. there was something going on with dreams and I was like, this is very supernatural. It's giving me more sci-fi horror. And then you also have this kind of like personal storyline with Louise, David, and then Adele. I was just very confused about how we're supposed to connect those. So I feel like I agree with you, Courtney, when they should have kind of like dropped hints or alluded to to like plot twists earlier on. So you're kind of like hooked a bit more. So you feel like you need to keep watching the next episode because then otherwise it's just like dragging and also what was really frustrating for me is that because the plot twist came at the end I now kind of felt like I had to reevaluate all the characters again mm-hmm. yes. like I had to go back and be like no but Adele like this all the things it. that she did I'm now seeing it from Rob's point of view and it's annoying because you just wasted your time like watching this character to then have to add another Watch layer it to it it's just like oh my gosh like all that time invested was just for nothing essentially i agree with you all but i do feel like let's see it on two sides let's see it in two sides first of all i think their acting for every single one of them was great it's good personally yeah. um i think the little boy was a good actor but i thought he was so rude like if so, if i went and told my my black mother that i hate you and slammed ah! the door and my mother just accepted it and he said oh i don't actually hate you huh <laughs> what's that that was not realistic in my opinion, but <laughs> I did. I think I I personally thought their acting was good. I'm, I've always noted Patricia, and I said the way I felt after watching Behind Our Eyes was very uncomfortable. And I think the main thing that encapsulated the discomfort was that look at the end. That it reminds look. me of us. Like if you've watched mm. us, oh yeah, and obviously there's like the tethered, and then it's just like oh wait the little kid realises that that's not quite his mum. It's just that same thing, like, at the end. Really just made it very creepy. But then we're all talking about how it was a slow, slow burner and that it was like this, but yet we've all watched the whole series. And it seems like the whole nation has watched the whole series. Because we had to. We were coerced. (laughs) 
You were co- coerced. Pe- peer pressure and fear of missing out. I'm telling you, when <laughs> everyone was on their Insta stories talking about if this behind her eye situation happened to you or guys, like, you need to pray. Of course you're going to think, I need to watch this. Like, what's going on? And that's the only reason why we stay. No wonder they put it at the <laughs> end. Mm-hmm. It's true, it's true, it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. If they revealed at the beginning, would we have come back? Yeah. We've gone through this or started this process, this journey. We've got to see it through to the end That's now. It. It's like, no, nah, yeah. Adele's a weirdo, but I need to know why. <laughs> yeah. And every single theory that everybody had just went out the window, literally out the window because we got to the end and all of a sudden, witchcraft. So, <laughs> witchcraft. Witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> Everything dodgy. But guys, like, I think the show really did explore relationships in a, in different ways and i was just seeing a series of red flags what were the red flags that you guys saw and i know this is something that you guys talk about in your podcast so what were the red flags that you guys saw within the different relationships that you think were addressed in the show i mean i personally don't think you should ever date a married man i, I mean just a little it's a little starting point I just think it should have ended there. Like, you see a man that's married and he's your boss, and okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I keep saying my biggest issue with this series is Louise needs to mind her business because you can't tell me you're that in love with a man you just met that you're putting yourself through this much trouble Honestly. to understand why he won't leave his mad wife. I don't understand. I think that's what's so frustrating because it's like the characters are illogical like you don't actually believe any of the actions they did like I didn't even believe her and David's chemistry or their relationship he didn't have any source he was very sourceless just bland so I couldn't even understand the attraction I couldn't understand that there was just no chemistry I felt like they tried to force it on us to make us understand why she would have an affair with him but it just wasn't convincing kind of thing I think they got along in a they got Friendship. along really well. It was. It would have been a good, you know, co-worker. Um, yeah, relationship. Like, yeah. like oh, you know, I have Civil. a banner. Then when six o'clock hits, I'm going home. Like, yeah, it's okay. a work That's husband. Ha- exact work husband. Yeah. <laughs> he would have made a perfect work husband. But even the fact that who sent you? No one sent you to be doing this. You have priorities. You have a son. You have a life, and you're going out. And the thing is, even when the whole situation happened, where she found out the reality about Adele. And you still went to go and try and save her from a fire. Mm. Who sent you? And you now finished your life because of that. And you and you were saying that your son is the reason. Your your last word was your son's name, but you weren't thinking you about, your about your son when you went to the house. Yeah, you <laughs> wouldn't be in that situation. Please, oh, please, answer. yeah. Louise's need to be the hero. I really didn't like that. Also, I really, I was thinking about this on my way here. Why did Louise have this best friend? This best friend served absolutely nothing to the plot. In fact, in fact, yeah. In fact, they could have used her very well because for some reason in the first couple of episodes, I thought she was a ghost. (laughs) Like, I thought she was not actually a real person. I really wish she was actually a ghost. What was the use of that? It's like she was talking to herself with an imaginary friend. It's true. Was I the only one who picked up on that? Hopefully, if they watch this, can they use her in season two and just make her a ghost or something? I think that would add such a nice layer in the middle of this. You mentioned a very valid point. I agree. Renee, what are you thinking? What's on your mind? 
there's a lot on my mind right now. Like, I was just <laughs> like, let's take it all the way back to young David and Adele. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just, I like to think, <laughs> I like to think that if somebody else inhabited my body, I would pray and hope that my partner would notice that something was wrong. In it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh my gosh! You speak a good point! You speak a good I I live in joyful hope <laughs> that if somebody else inhabited oh my, my body, somebody would notice. Because David clearly knew that he was in bondage. He just couldn't identify it. And he stayed. I understand that she was out here blackmailing him, but if you felt that uncomfortable... With somebody that you previously wanted to, you know, marry, someone that you previously was head over heels in love with, surely, sir, this in in of itself is a red flag. Wait, but alternative view, do you feel like it was harder because fake Adele, who was really Rob, had killed the real Rob? Do you think he was just like, we have a murder, we're complicit in a murder, that's probably mm-hmm. why you're a bit different. You're kind of carrying this guilt or something. And this now we don't want to get caught. Do you think that was like a part of the reason why they had to stay together and why he felt trapped? Because I, I think that's what it would be. Can I, can I take that question? Can I take Go it? on, take the floor, girl. The first issue that I saw with that argument was you said we. He didn't kill anybody. She killed him. And you've come and you've witnessed that this is messy. You didn't have to come and do ride or die. There's no ring on your finger. You guys are not one yet. What's the problem? Run, In fact, please. That the was money. the biggest it's red the flag of the season. It's the she money. She killed somebody. Please. That was the biggest red flag of the season. She killed somebody and you stayed. It, oh my gosh, it's true. But it's the money. That? It's the money. Like their relationship was terrible from the beginning. Like you staying with her because she has money... She's a murderer. On top of that. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many things wrong, actually. No, but seriously, because... First of all, there's a number of other wealthy women that you could have attacked. If money really was the reason... And he's handsome. So... You can pick up another babe. But this one, that this girl has killed somebody and implicated you. Surely that was the the first red flag that we have seen. Surely. So what do you think, what do you think is going to happen like with David? Do you think he's going to, because this is his second chance to figure out that he's in bondage. He's in bondage and he's decided to submit himself to a cycle. He needs prayer. And that's all I'm going to say. This man will not find freedom. I'm telling you, (laughs) he won't, he won't find freedom because he's too overwhelmed. We've seen it from the time he's helping someone cover up a murder. He's blinded by love. This man is a hopeless romantic. He's too much. No, 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 because it's too much. You've cheated on your wife. Your wife isn't even your wife. She's a man. You helped her cover up the death of that man. She's a man. You're drugging her. She's a murderer. You just want to be in love so bad that you won't even notice the fact that Louise is different. Even speaking on the host, the host body situation, I just don't understand. Louise, you found out that you can do up astro projection. How does the she first... even... Oh, anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to know that. Like, how? Like, why? How? Where did this Where? gift come from? Why? Who? But that aside, the first person that you go to, you run to, is Adele. As in Adele, this Adele that you're sleeping with her husband, the first person you run to is Adele. 
But I hear you. But even going back to Courtney's point, I just feel like David needs to enjoy his season of singleness and really come and reflect on himself. You jumped on this to marriage. Speaking of jumping straight into marriage, I'm so sorry if I missed something, but like what happened in the interim between Louise, so Adele pulling fake Adele out of the fire, like how did they go from oh, that yeah. to him now marrying Louise? Like That'd did he not what was he not do you have any questions about where his wife was? Adele? I think he's he's happy that his wife is dead. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, the, it's that's the truth. He's happy that his wife facts. is dead. It's the it's the best way to get out of this. He can take all the money. He can. <laughs> the secret is dead and gone. But how do you keep that low key? Because obviously there was like sirens coming to the house. There would have been. But questions. she started there the fire. Been... Yeah, but like I just feel like there's a whole part of the story that's just like not making sense. Like I how feel do you like go he... from the authorities and fire brigade coming to your house? Yeah. They will have to ask questions. I, I think it's quite then a simple thing, though. My wife is really? crazy. My wife is crazy. She's proven several times she's mad. And she started a fire in our home. And now she's dead. That's, that's, she killed herself. That's it. Like, there's nothing much. Wow. She's got a history, if you want to see it. I have that's the file. True. I have the file. That's true. I have the file. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just move on from this, you know? Oh my God, guys. You've really unpicked that show, you know? <laughs> The show is trash, but ah. it is. But that twist, they really hooked him. I feel like we've spoken a lot about behind our eyes, so we're gonna move to the we're gonna move on to the juiciest part of the podcast because Adesi and I have come up with our own scenes from the nice. show and explored what we think could have happened. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry. And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's time to hear some alternative plot lines. Are you team Adesi or team Patricia? Let us know by sharing the podcast and adding us at the TWB pod. And apologies for the audio quality in this second half. So this week we're actually focusing on the ending. So we want to know what happens after Louise's and David's wedding. Okay, so with my scene, I'm forcing the characters to really confront the issue at hand. And that is who is the real Louise. Louise, who is in Adele's body, opens her eyes to find herself in a hospital bed. She coughs. And when she looks around, she sees Anthony sitting in a chair beside her. She thrashes against the hospital bed, trying to free herself. She doesn't know what's happened, but she knows she shouldn't be in Adele's body. 
Anthony fusses over her and asks if David had anything to do with this, if the abuse has gone too far. Louise looks at him in confusion until she realises the quickest way to find Adele and her son is with an ally. Louise decides to take advantage of Adele's body and weaponizes her white femininity by crying at David's betrayal and cruelty. Anthony reveals that David and Louise have got married and vows to help Adele get justice. He suggests calling the police, but Louise stops him. She will use Anthony as her pawn instead. The scene cuts to the fake Louise and David playing happy families on their honeymoon. Adam is sullen the whole time and one evening David takes him aside and tries to initiate a heart-to-heart, thinking he's just nervous about having a new stepfather. Adam simply says, that's not my mum. And before a freaked out David can reply, fake Louise comes in and sends Adam to bed. David is thrown by the cold look in her eye, but just then his phone rings. It's a frantic Anthony threatening to kill not only himself, but fake Adele too, if he doesn't speak with David Sue. As much as he wants to stay on his honeymoon, he has a duty of care to his patient and is also still curious and cares about his ex-wife. He reluctantly heads back to the clinic. Fake Louise follows him there. David walks into the dark clinic and calls out for Anthony. He hears rustling in his office and heads towards it to find fake Adele sitting in his chair. Fake Louise bursts into the office, not willing to let fake Adele sink her claws into her man. Just then, the office door shuts and is locked by a hidden Anthony who then leaves. He fails to see Adam in the courtyard, trying to find a way into the building. It's just the three of them in the office, with no way out, and David needs to figure out who is the real Louise and who is the fake. That was wonderful and excellent. The suspense. Just for context, though, Anthony is the, the you know, the crazy guy in the show. And he's just like, oh, my God, I need to see David. And he's like, okay, it's, a, it's okay, him. Okay, okay. I'm so sorry. Okay, I forgot okay, to give that okay. extra. <laughs> I can't lie. I was thinking, who is, who's Anthony? I was thinking, is that the, the ex-husband the husband of the ex-husband. Louise? I thought it was, yeah. It makes sense. Okay. I think I've taken a different approach to Patricia. Um, <laughs> it's different it's not the same I've gone from the point of from the car scene from when they're driving away and it focuses more on Adam and his um, journey and what would happen if um, Louise got caught or there was a sw- switch around essentially um, within it I don't say fake Louise and fake Anthony and fake all of that which I feel like would have been more hateful I mean more helpful so assume that when I'm talking about Louise I'm talking about Rob until I say real Louise essentially does that make sense Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. righty, everyone Rob is smug in his new body but can still feel the presence of Louise especially when he's with Adam however night terrors start to haunt Adam He keeps seeing images of his mum screaming and going into a fire carrying Adele's body. They move into a new house and he hates it. His new school report that he's being disruptive in class. When Louise is called in, she slaps him in front of everyone in the middle of the playground. Determined to run away, Adam steals her phone and tries to call his dad. Louise catches him, digs her fingernails into his arms and whispers that if he says anything to David, will never see his dad again. That night, 
Louise and David are about to have sex when they're interrupted by Adam's screams. His night terrors are back. David books him with a therapist who teaches Adam the trick of counting his fingers and his toes. The trick works and he imagines himself in France with his dad. Suddenly, his real mum appears, telling him that she's coming back, but she needs his help to regain her body. Every night, she visits him and tells him a simple plan. Distract David and separate him from Louise. He recites it in his head. That night, at dinner, Adam asks David to help him get something from the loft. While he's gone, he swipes Louise's phone and runs out the house. She chases him and steps into oncoming traffic. Louise gets killed. She's in a coma. David waits by her side at the hospital daily, but every time he leaves the room, her jealous spirit follows him, making her physical body weaker. The plan must continue, distract David and separate him from Louise. Today, the real Louise must reclaim her body before it's too late. After being guided in a dream, Adam throws a tantrum and begs David to take him out. Rob, desperate to see where David is going, follows them, making Louise's body weaker. The further they go, the weaker she gets. But as he's about to return, Louise wakes up, gasping for air. She's back. But where did Rob's soul go? What are your thoughts? What are you thinking? What are you thinking? And the sound effects really added to that. So I really enjoyed them. <laughs> they were, but this was high production quality. Through. I really enjoyed. Audible, they need to give you a contract. Hey, Honestly, man, you hear that? Listen up. You hear that? Honestly. Listen up. <laughs> Coming so soon, can we ask where does Rob's soul go or is that part of the storyline that you guys are not allowed to tell us? Um, well, to be honest, for me, the way I imagined it is Louise's soul was always just lingering about. And I feel like Rob's soul is lingering about too. It could be one of those things that um, if Louise ever decides to lucid dream again, he could jump in and take over. So I think Louise should just use correct sense and not go and attempt to do what she was doing before and just live a happy life. In Adele's body? In No. The way I pitched it was that even though Louise had quote unquote died because she was in Adele's body, her soul, her spirit thing was just lingering. So following everyone around essentially. And she was waiting for the perfect opportunity to go back into her body. But she couldn't go back in because Rob was inhabiting it essentially. So she was waiting for the perfect time to jump in. And the perfect time was when she was in a coma and Rob's spirit was doing Nosy Parker following following David around. So that's when she jumped in. So that's how I saw it. And that's essentially what's happening. I hope that makes a bit more sense and clarity. It's very interesting. We're at a crossroad. <laughs> Y'all are silent. I was not expecting that. I have a couple of questions for both of you. So to Adesi, if if her like soul or spirit was lingering around... What would you have envisioned happen to Adele's spirit? Because surely if Adele's body, like basically, are we going off the premise that your spirit can linger in the atmosphere even if you don't have a host body to inhabit? I feel like we are going off that a little bit, but I felt like Louise was a bit of an exception because even though I think with Adele, when her whole situation happened, she was just unaware of everything that was going on like she was caught off by surprise but I think with Louise she has a bit more knowledge so it's one of those things that even though Rob was 
killing her. She was just like, you know what? Let me jump out and we'll see how it goes. But I think it was one of those things that it's it's a trial and error. Like it could work, it could not work. But if she can try and gain her family back and reclaim her man and reclaim her child, that's what she was trying to do. So that's my answer to the question. That was handsy. Courtney's looking like she's deep in thought. She's deep. <laughs> yeah. what is this? I really in wear my Honestly. Wear my on my face. Sorry. No, go ask your question. <laughs> so with Anthony and with the premise of the the fakes in the room, how precisely first of all, does he manage to convince David that the love of his life is actually a man. Um, secondly, what was the confrontation? Like, did somebody die? Were we sparked? Like, was we beatboxing? Did somebody... No, so at this point, David doesn't know, doesn't know the situation with Rob being in Adele's body. So he was just a decoy. He just needed to get David in the room. So he knew that being kind of schizophrenic and that David would ultimately choose his duty of care would come back and that's what he needed to do, just get them in the room. When they're in the room, he now need, they're basically both going to be fighting over David. Like, no, I'm the real Louise, you need to come back to me. And then it's gonna be like a tense sort of like, you know, there's like films where it's just like one room and it's just basically, you don't even know which way is up because like, you don't even know who to trust. But the whole point is that Louise is going to kind of use inside jokes and inside experiences to try and convince and communicate that she is the Royal Louise in Adele's body. But then there's a little bit of an extra spice because Adam is in the courtyard. He's followed the fake Louise there. So it's gonna be of a sticky situation. And I feel like, I actually thought this out right to the end. I'm not gonna lie, so I'm gonna walk, it, I'm gonna walk you through it. Tell us, get a, take us through, take us through. Cause Adam is trying to figure out how to get into the courtyard and in trying to figure out how to get into the building, he's gonna like make noises that would alert the three of them in the room to him being there and i don't know if you guys know that story in the bible but you know there's like two mothers patricia wait pause no no wait 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 no 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 wait 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 but you're adding vigor from the past. You know, and the two the two mothers were trying to be like, that's my child. It's now, who is going to really prove that they are the real Louise when there's an issue with Adam being in that office? That's what I'm going to say. That's really interesting. Both are really, really good. Like, genuinely impressive. I want to know if Courtney has any questions. There's just too much suspense. And there's so far, like, there's so many different <laughs> ways to go. And my brain, I'm an overthinker by nature. Mm. I'm just thinking like, there's actually so many layers to this. And I just think Anthony, that's the, the guy that has schizophrenia, mm. that's his name. I think him being present is just so dangerous, but I'm so <laughs> here for it. I'm so here for Literally it. Literally while I was thinking like, that's what's erratic. But then yeah. at the same time, the <laughs> idea that now Rob is without a host body. To what extent mm. could he go to make sure he now has access to David? He could literally do anything. And the same way Louise randomly discovered that she can astro project, anyone could be randomly discovering that they can astro project and he can just Oof. take over their body and wreak absolute havoc. That's also really interesting to me. 
the suspense of this decision is actually killing me. Yeah, the suspense. Actually, this is a lot. They're such. They're both such good scenes with just so much going for them that it's just like. We have so, myself and Renee have to be on the same page. I think you guys should have one. You should pick one winner between you both. So, Patricia, since you went first, I'm gonna give you ten seconds. You ready? Oh my god! Your time starts now. Pick mine because you have a condensation of tension in that one room where you don't even know who the real Louise is. Plus, there's that extra element with Adam and Anthony that they're just loose cannons. All right, your time is up, Patricia. I hate doing that 10 seconds. Oh my God, that is ghetto. Wow. Anyway, all right, 10 seconds starts now. Pick mine because we explore the spiritual realm. We explore what happens if Rob was caught out and how Louise catches her own body. We also get to see if Adam finds out the truth in the. All right. I struggled. I couldn't think. No, you did a good job. No, what? Anyway, I try. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate the encouragement. Wow, no, this really, you two look like it's the X Factor finals. I'm yelling. Um, so after quite some extensive time deliberating, um, we just want to say thank you for your submissions, first and foremost. You're annoying we, we really enjoyed both of them. Um, and we can speak to, you know, the strengths and the weaknesses of both. So, Patricia, honey, we really enjoyed, you know, your submission. Um, we enjoyed the chaoticism. We enjoyed the... Um, this is a commiseration. The references. Um, we also really enjoyed the addition of the, uh, the Anthony character. That was a wild card that we really did enjoy. Um, it was great. Fantastic. Adesi, honey, we loved it. Uh, no, you're not, you're actually, <laughs> get her off the podcast now. Hold on, hold on, I'm not done, I'm not done. <laughs> honey, we loved it. We loved, again, the chaoticism. We loved the implementation of this whole spiritual realm. We loved the invocation, um, of the astro projection element, heavy on the astro projection. We loved the, um, the build-up of suspense was quite something. And we also really, really enjoyed the um, fleshing out of Adam's character in particular. We really did enjoy that. I'm going to faint. Honestly. However. Oh my gosh. Okay. After much deliberation over these two fantastic and excellent scenes. By a hair. Oh my god. You guys should even be thankful because sometimes she pretends she's frozen. <laughs> that would be too much. That would be too really? much. Be Why are you coming out here to disgrace me? Now I can't even use that. Anyways, back to it. By a hair. A smidgen. A pittance, if you will. We have chosen... Patricia. Yes! Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> that was agonizing. Listen, I didn't do um drama at school for no reason. I tell Courtney this all the time. But in all honesty, it was actually very difficult to choose. Like literally, our we it was very 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 difficult. And Courtney, I think I will leave it to you to explain why we came to our decision and um all of that good stuff. So Courtney, please take it away. Well, as two problematic babes, we actually <laughs> enjoyed chaos. And we just weighed up how chaotic can this mm. become, especially in a series which is full of a lot of suspense but needs a bit more action. We just thought, you know what, with the dynamic of 
both first of all both of your stories is very chaotic and that's why we really like both of them and that's why it's sort of hard but we thought with the dynamic of David having to decide and find out the, which of the two is the true Louise um Adam and and I'm not going to lie you when you brought up that to that biblical reference thing you really did yourself a little justice you did because you felt you, it that, 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 felt added, that, that third poem of chaos for us and then Anthony's schizophrenia and the fact that he's already you know threatened violence we loved it thank you so much guys well thank done, you, Patricia. Thank you, thank you. Thank I still feel like I can't breathe, but you know. But guys, honestly, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> you have been the best the guest. Best. That's it for today's episode. Let us know if you think whether Courtney or Renee made the right decisions. If you think that Patricia's chaos was better than my own chaos, let us know. Send us a DM to at the TWB pod on Instagram. You can email us at thatwithbagpod at gmail.com or you can use the hashtag, hashtag TWB pod feel free to leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts and you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple, um, Acast, wherever you listen to your podcast. And you can follow me at Adia Desi and you can follow me at double underscore PDVR and you can follow Courtney and Renee at CD Boating and at Renee Kapuku. I love those two At to my sisterhood. Yes. This has been so much fun. It's been such a fun episode. Nah, we've had fun, man. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Cheerio. Cheerio. So that's it for today's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you did, you can follow us at the TWB pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. What shows should we talk about next? Drop us an email at thatwoodbankpod at gmail.com. And if you like what you heard, why not join the TWB family by subscribing to the podcast? And don't forget to leave a review. We love reading them. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.